Hey guys, this is Mookie from Even More About Nothing, and we just want to share a quick word from our sponsors. Jouet.co is an awesome website that sells fashionable, comfortable gaming clothing for nerds, geeks, and everyone into that kind of stuff. If you want to check out their awesome clothes from brands like FIFA, Final Fantasy, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon Go, check out the website Jouet.co. That's J-O-U-E dot C-O. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week of Even More About Nothing. I am your graceful host, Mookie. 833 sometimes. You can find me online on Xbox. Not really. I'm never really on my Xbox. On my PlayStation, you can find me at the real Mookie 833 because I scanned myself and took my own screen name and forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real thing that actually happened. That, that still upsets me. Like, how did you go for so long not, not knowing know that I had my own screen name? That somebody else had I, I legitimately yeah. thought because that combination is not it's not a common combination. So I was like, who's out here scamming to be me? Like, Turns he was, out he was real upset. I was really <laughs> upset. I told the dude to come find me. <laughs> Turns out I already found me. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> joined by a bunch of guests this week. It's a, it's a packed house, full house. Um, if you've never listened to our show before, it's a podcast where a bunch of dudes sit around the table and talk about nothing. Sometime we talk about something. No, last week was definitely about nothing. Last week was definitely about nothing. Um, but go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Uh, it's your real host. It's Mateo. And our boy Timmy Tung isn't here, so I'll go ahead and take his shtick. Follow me on social media. Everything is at Matt underscore Ogutu. Last name spelled O-G-U-T-U. Follow him on Twitter. He's hilarious. Yeah. Sometimes I say funny stuff. Most times it's me crying through finance. True. Also, this is not an endorsement, but just follow the Twitter handle Probs Shouldn't. It's hilarious. Anyway. This is true, too. And we are joined by an honorable reverend. Reverend, go ahead and introduce yourself. The reverend's here. Um, another year older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We talk, I, think, I think we mentioned that last yeah, year. Yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah, it's my birthday last week. So he's so. he's the good old twenty three now. His birth he his birth was not a joke. The Reverend just. in the Jordan year. Ah, it's a wonderful day. Yeah. So you know. So did you do anything for your birthday? What'd you do? No, not really. <laughs> like people came over because my parents. <laughs> people, my parents' friends came over. I don't know how backwards that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's my birthday. All the old people come over to my house. And we are joined by a first-time guest, long-time listener, Tonks. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. What's up, guys? Tonks here to bring down the house with some video game knowledge. Do what we can. Bars. Bars, bars. And then um, two gentlemen who are regulars of the show, who need no introduction, but Batman and the accountant are here. So go ahead and introduce yourself. I won't yourself. say it this time. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself, fellas. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Not, <laughs> not adding the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Brian again, and this week John's with us. Greetings once again to my dozens and dozens of fans out there. I'm oh, once again back on even more about nothing. Thanks. All right, cool. Um, as you know, we start off the show with the weekend review where we talk about the nonsense or nothing that we did. Um, what I did this week, absolutely nothing. I had a bunch of exams to do. I lied. I did by Persona Five. We'll talk about that later in the show. I gave us a problem. But uh, let's go in reverse order this time. Batman, what'd you do this week? Uh, well, this week was, like, this exact last week wasn't super busy, mostly just, you know, work, life. Uh, since I've been on the show last, 
I have seen Logan, Kong, and Power Rangers. Um, and, you know, I, I loved Logan. Uh, it felt like it was punching me in the gut about every ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it, but that's what it was doing. I about cried by the end. Um, perfect choice of song at the end. Just, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just a perfect... Okay, not a perfect movie. I don't think any movie is perfect, but you get what I mean. It's just, it does what it set out to do, and it does it in a way that's just fantastic. Uh, Do not take your children to see this movie. Do not take your children to see this movie. And I was gonna. Do not. (laughs) (laughs) Like, particularly. this is an R-rated movie, and it earns it. Every inch of it. If you have under 18 kids, or under 17, 16 kids, yeah, so whatever. If, if you have a total of eighteen kids, though, I can take them. <laughs> <laughs> you can, like, I, I won't tell parents what to do. It's up to their judgment. This is not a single-digit age child movie. That is for sure. Yeah. So don't get mad when it's just like, oh, but it's supposed to be an X Men movie. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not an X Men movie. Don't pull that movie. chicanery. <laughs> Same thing. With, looping ahead. Same thing with Power Rangers. That movie earns its PG thirteen rating. When we went and saw it. It ha- some lady came in with like two kids, one of whom was like a toddler. Oh hell! I was like, did uh, did you check the rating? I brought my six year old. He loved that. Movie. I mean, that's yeah. I was gonna like, say I was like, Power Rangers is a PG thirteen, like barely. Like yeah, yeah it's like, the, it's barely. the low end of the range. Upper end of the range would be Kong. That movie was almost R. Yeah, but like yeah. if Sammy J had been able to finish his line, yeah. it would have been R. Yeah, well, no, you would have needed another one to make an R rated movie. No, because he, he would have been number two. Oh, okay, that's your that's your I'm a, I'm a, one F bomb. See, the thing is, like, if you're gonna waste one, give it, it to the person. I mean, give it to the person who's famous <laughs> for saying the word. Maybe that was kind of their in joke, though, because yeah. he like totally pulled like, like he said, "Hold on to your butts" in the movie, yeah. like straight up said, "Hold on to your butts." I'm like. That wasn't. Did anyone else catch that? Yeah, that was. Like looking around the theater, I liked all three of them. Honestly, I feel like they each did stuff really well. Uh, Probably, I'd give like a B minus to Power Rangers, an A minus to Kong, and an A plus to Logan. And I'm super stoked for uh, what we get in the future with the monster movies after Kong. They're going to be there. Anyone who has not seen it, whether in this room or listening to this podcast, who goes to see Kong, stay all the way. All the way through the credits. All the way. Cool. That count? I didn't do much either during the week, uh, aside from work. About the only thing I did do was last night I went with a group of friends from church and we went to an escape room in Lee's Summit. So that was my first time doing that, and it was actually really fun. We actually got out, so... How fast? We got out in 55 minutes and change, so oh, yeah, not quite five minutes left. That's pretty speedy. I always hear about those things, I always see those things, and like I'm always gone when someone invites me to those things. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm also kind of glad, because like, I don't know if I could deal with that. I gotta yeah. go. You'd want to go with the right group of people. You don't want to go with strangers. <laughs> okay, no. No, no. All right. But it was fun. So. And for our first-time guest... Um, you listen to the show, so you already know how it goes, but A Week in Review is just basically things we've done, played, been entertained by in the past right. week, so go ahead and give us your take. Uh, saw Power Rangers Sunday, so pretty dope, really enjoyed that movie. Uh, wasn't really much for Power Rangers fan back in OG days, uh, liked the Ivan Ooze movie, because that was where it's at, but, for sure, that, yeah. for sure. but I appreciate it, it was a good movie. 
Um, other than that, just playing a whole lot of um, Hearthstone. Just getting ready for that new expansion of the drop, so about it. Cool, for sure, for sure. Reverend. Um, so, my week starts back in my birthday. Apparently, Rick and Morty Season 3 had a premiere. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't know. And I didn't know until, like, Thursday night. So, Friday I wake up. And I'm trying to find it, and I see Adult Swim has the live stream of every Rick and Morty episode on the website. Oh, so you were lit. It was lit. (laughs) It's like, I did nothing. (laughs) I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing. So, that was my week. Cool. Mateo? Yeah, kind of like you, Mookie. My week was subpar at best. Mm -hmm. At worst, it was... Avatar: The Last Airbender movie. Oh, oh, live action oh. movie. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. We're gonna. Oh. We're gonna oh. And everybody in the audience goes, ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. We're gonna. Ooh. We're gonna backslide right out of that one. <laughs> that was a great movie. So it started. <laughs> <laughs> that you might not. That wrong. might be the most accurate description of that movie I've ever heard. But, oh uh, man. Yeah. So this past week, so. On the podcast last time, I was talking about, yeah, spring break is going to be great. Well, spring break ended. (laughs) And (laughs) along with that came three papers, a presentation, and another addition to one of the papers. So one of the papers I wrote was for a group project was 14 pages long. And so then that's just a section of it. And so now we have to combine other previous sections we've written all together, revise it, be more specific, and turn it as a business proposal. Oh, um, that's when I dropped the class. But that deadline already passed. So last week was spring break? It rained like four out of five days last week. I know. Oh, hell. I mean, I just got to work 40 hours without worrying about it. Okay. So, So, I mean, I guess so. But yeah, (laughs) other than that, um, other than that, I wasn't really productive. I've... I finished watching... Well, I went back and rewatched Full Metal Panic, uh... There's, like, an inter-season where it's just, like... Okay, so it's, like, sandwiched between, like, a super serious storyline. And it's just, like, the one blow-off season where it's just, like, all the characters. You get to see, like, the quirky side of them or whatever. And it's hilarious. So I got I watched that all the way through. A lot weirder than I remember. The dubbing was... <laughs> we'll, ju- we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay, remind me. Full Metal Panic, is that one... Does that one have mecha... Or yes, it does. It's like the, is it like kind of the more pat labor style? Like no, it, it has and... it has mecha. Um, so it follows uh, Sosuke Sagara, who is this okay. teenager who grows up in like this military. Uh, to, I think I maybe watched like an episode. Of that yeah, and yeah, and he's like tasked like the with first episode or something. Yeah, he's tasked with protecting like this girl in high school or whatever. And... Yeah. Okay, because I think I've seen, like, memes or whatever of it, like, of how super serious he is about protecting her in high school, which leads to sh- shenanigans where he's pulling guns on people. Yes, that's throwing exactly Throwing spitballs or something. Literally, the best part of all of that is he follows her into an amusement park one time, and the mascot of the amusement park, his name is Bontacoon. And it's just like this Wait, giant... Wait, what? Bontacoon. Nope. Nope, we're gonna we're gonna walk right out of that one. <laughs> no, no, there's a point I'm saying this. So it looks like a giant teddy bear, like I don't know, some giant Hamtaro looking thing. But oh, anyways, God. he manages to take this like fluffy thing, trick it out to the point where special ops for police like divisions are using them for drug busts. 
So, so towards the end of the season, you see like a bunch of Bontacoons running through the street, taking down Gangster and Yakuza. No. No. Oh, that sentence. I will never be able to forget that sentence. A bunch of Bontacoons took down the Yakuza this evening. Can you imagine being the news, like the news reporter having to say that oh, and having to have like a semi-straight face while giving that news? I, well... Let me not. Nope, I'm gonna not. I'm not yeah. gonna say that. Anyway, anyways, yeah, that that's about. And I also watched the latest Jack Reacher movie. That's cool. about it. It was pretty good. Yeah, I guess I should mention I did finally see Power Rangers. Um, C plus. I'll say C plus. Hater. Really? I'll say I C plus. A little bit on that. Like maybe hater. I went in expecting too much. Yeah, I you think did. my favorite part of that movie, uh, the movie though, was when they actually did the opening credit scene with the Zords. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, Wow. Okay. Like it's 1990. For me, it would have gotten a, a lot worse grade if it wasn't for Billy. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's fair. here's my thing. Zach, Jason, way too old. Way, 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 way. Those two were the most miscast one. And like, Zach looked like he had, like, pancake makeup fix the whole time. And I was like, the, the girls, I think, were fine. Billy was by far the best ranger on there. Alpha and Zordon were weird. Uh like, to me, the best actor in the entire movie was the guy who played Roy on The Office, Zach, uh, Jason's dad. Like, he had the <laughs> best actual acting in the movie. I was, the rest of it, I was like, ah, action was good. He even kind of had a little bit of a, uh, of a story going on, like a little character progression. Yeah, he had a little character progression, and obviously, like, if, if you couldn't tell, um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, um, I apologize. But by the end of the movie, he obviously knows that he, like... Oh, yeah. He knows. Like, yeah, you kind of get that vibe. That I mean, as like, soon as as soon as you no, put the he picture, put that magnet up on the fridge, you know, you know, he's like, because here, like, here yeah. it is, here he is again. Yeah, because you know. like he has a picture of like, he, there's a scene in the middle of the movie where he looks at his picture of Jason. And he was like, you could have been so much more, and then boom, it's a picture of the Red Ranger, and he put it against the fridge. So, like, he obviously knows, but he's not gonna say anything. Um, but um, I I could probably go up to a B minus. For graphical fidelity, like it looked really good, like the Zord actually functioned, like it wasn't like a matchbox car, <laughs> and it wasn't like you remember, like okay, so did anyone realize the first time that they were watching Power Rangers, Thomas? I know you say you didn't watch Power Rangers, but those who did, do y'all remember the first time you realized that it was actually just a Megazord toy, and the city was just a bunch of cardboard boxes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of oh yeah. Oh. No. When, when they were fighting and running around and stuff, that's a dude in like a big. It's probably like cardboard boxes. Like some of the scenes, I think probably were like little five inch tall. Oh, yeah. When it wasn't the when full it wasn't when it wasn't the, oh, no, there are a couple ones. It might have been season two, but I specifically remember watching it. I turned my head. I'm like, that's a toy, and I remember it was a toy because there's a little string that you can follow right oh, up yeah. to the left corner of the screen. I'm like. That is a Megazord toy. They are they are legitimately using a Megazord toy. <laughs> anyway, but um, the graphics were good. The suits were weird for me, but I can see why they went with them. It's more armor than you know Have spandex. Have you gone back and looked at the old suits? Uh, yeah, really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I can't we liked that as kids. Well, <laughs> and like I think at this point the spandex is kind of a tradition in the like. And again, you have to remember that you know that that show was using footage from a show that was like two or three years older than it made over Japan. in Japan. Yeah. And if you like watch those shows, they're still their costumes are still mostly spandex and I think it's a budget thing. Cause you you'll have three, four, five, six, seven 
you know, like ranger characters in them. If you go watch like some of the other shows that only have one, two, or three main characters on the good guy side, where they're not like making a costume for one episode and then they don't have to care, um, they'll have more like armor and stuff on them. You know. Cool. And then the Ivan Ooze movie, like the suits are better. For sure. So they actually had money. They had yeah. they had a budget, they had a little more time. Um I, I they kind of grew on me. I think like I remember when you guys were talking about it a couple weeks ago, you said that like seeing him in the movie was the big thing. And I would say that was true for me. I liked how the Zords moved. I liked how the individual Zords looked. I'm not a huge fan of the Megazords look. I can kind of get what they were going for. It looked like a Transformer. Yeah. Well, it looked to me it looked like a dude in, like just a dude in a generic silvery suit with a few parts stapled on. I liked how it moved. I should note that. I like how they had it moving. Like I felt kind of like I was watching Pacific Rim again. Like it wasn't just like the super weird super fast like guy in just a clunky suit moving around. Like there was some weight to it. There was yeah. some mass to it. When it was punching, it was like that had to hurt, yeah. you know. Um, I just didn't like the look, and that's just purely an aesthetic thing. Like it, like you said, the graphical quality was excellent. It was just the decision they made in the design that I didn't like. Cool. Well, um, all in all, still a solid movie. But I take Melissa yeah. to see it. Probably, I was gonna take my cousin to see it. So, I mean, enjoyable. Am I gonna buy a DVD? Probably. Why? Because I'm a Power Rangers fan. And like, well, you said like, sequel? Probably. probably. And like I said, you took your six-year-old to see it, he loved it. Because, you know, big monsters swinging, like, beating each other. People fighting, why yeah, not? Yeah, why not, right? Cool. And speaking of people fighting, we had a, a preview of the NFL season. When, um, <laughs> Tonsk, your, your team, you know, defending NFL champions. We don't, necessarily su- we don't necessarily support <laughs> them in this house. You know, we don't really hate them, but we don't really care. Mm. Um, we only hate Brady. Yes, it's true. <laughs> I mean, as much as I dislike Brady, I, I, okay, sorry for all you nerds. Yes, we're talking about sports. Shut up, go sit in the corner. Um, I'm kidding. I'm being nice. I'm sorry. You I literally apologize. just, like, segregated a chunk of our audience. 97% of our audience. What are you doing? Way to go. <laughs> anyway, fine. we love you guys. Yes. Fine. Um, especially in China, if you don't know what we're talking about in football, just turn on the TV and look for a pretty blonde dude who wears Uggs. His name is Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Protect their feet, though. I gotta protect their feet. No, um, Gronkowski, who has been injured a plethora of times, but for some reason, plethora. still manages to play and ball out and be one of the best tight ends in the game. He is a tight end, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. He's um, found himself at WrestleMania, and something happened, and he found himself in the ring, and it was pretty hilarious. Turns out, he actually signed a contract with WrestleMania to be at that event. And, um, of course, you've seen many things. You've seen people like Donald Trump pop up <laughs> on WrestleMania. You've Stephen seen Amell. Stephen Not Amell. Not at WrestleMania, but... Yeah. Stephen Amell. The Rock has popped up a couple times. Well, because... Um, the Rock's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah The Rock's a wrestler, but then he like he like went and did movies and then came back and was a wrestler and then now does kind of just does cameos. He does what he wants. Yeah, he does what he wants. Yeah, but I actually found out he actually signed off for being there with the Patriots. The Patriots and the NFL approved it. Mm. Uh, which is really funny because the NFL has this huge thing in the contracts, which is NFI, non-football injury. If you get hurt in a non-football-related injury, they can literally terminate your whole contract. Again, sports jargon. This is very deep. Some deep cuts coming in. Um, NFL is one of the only sports, like, 
professional sports right now that still does not have guaranteed contracts. There is a portion of your contract that's guaranteed, but you don't get the whole money. If they terminate your contract for a no, for non-football injury, you get no money. You do, you get to go home. Um, so I thought it was pretty interesting that they allowed him to do it. Everyone else seemed mad except the Patriots organization. So I mean. <laughs> Okay, and so speaking of somebody who actually sat down and watched uh, WrestleMania, which incidentally ran for a total of about uh, seven hours, counting the pre-show, Yikes. which is where that happened. So what you have it happened you have, in the pre-show? Yeah. So you've uh, got okay. the main. That makes sense. You've got the main broadcast, and then you have the pre-show, and you know if my friend Trevor has like the WWE Network, so he just gets everything. So you know, I went over there about four o'clock in the afternoon, sat down. Uh, first, the very first thing they did was what's called the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. I say that five times fast. Uh, and if you win it, you get a trophy, and they talk for the next six months about how you were the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. That's like all it gets you. It's usually just like a booster thing, but you know they had they throw wrestlers that they don't know what to do anything else with into this. Um, it pretty, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Like none of the guy, you're not going to be in another event. You just go in there, they shove 30 guys in the ring, ring the bell, you start throwing guys over the top. That sounds like a super undercard. It's it's about the most undercard thing that can be happening at WrestleMania. It's still big, you know, and the stadium was pretty full at that point, but you don't even, like, the only two people, I think, like, I think only two people got their entrance music played. Uh, Big Show and Braun Strowman. Who both got eliminated partway through, so I'm not sure why that. Big Show, how does Big? Here's my thing: human beings that big don't get just tossed out of a ring. Big uh, Show is a big Braun man. Braun Strowman helped, and Braun Strowman's like the same size. Mark Henry was in the ring. They had several big guys in the ring. Okay, but like here's my thing: Big Show is what solid seven foot. Uh, probably more. And then and he's at least three hundred pounds. Pushing toward four hundred. Although the man has gotten in shape, like for a while he was. Kind of looking more toward like my body shape, but he has like a six pack now. It's kind of scary. Why are you in the ring with a man like? Listen, no. listen. <laughs> that man is a real life transformer. You run from that. <laughs> okay. Well, and, so but again, they had Braun Strowman in the ring, who's Oof. like 15 years younger, almost the same size, and can kip up. Ah, oh, well. It like I saw I saw that that clip. The guy literally. It, for people who don't know what a kip-up is, it's when you're on your back and you manage to get yourself standing up straight without using either arm. You solely use your like leg and back muscles and essentially kick yourself up to standing. He has done that when he was doing a match with Big Show, and it was kind of scary. I didn't even I, know back muscles like that existed. Or I don't know if it's back... You I don't know what wrong. muscles you use. <laughs> I can't <laughs> use them. But you do something. like You basically kick your legs up and then you end up on your feet. And usually it's the small people you see do that, not a guy who's like. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought that was like Rey Mysterio's thing, but like if anyone seven foot does that, I'm walking home. Sorry, you can have the ring (laughs) to yourself. (laughs) I will see you on the man stacks like local wrestlers like Cordwood literally. Like he once did a four on one match. One guy just ran out the ring. (laughs) That man is a smart man. Give that man the trophy. Give give that man the Kids Choice Award for making good decisions. And then the other three ended up stacked in a pile that he just all pinned at once. Uh, Nope. Uh, But anyway, looping back. So yeah, Big Show. And it was kind of sad because Big Show has said that he's retiring by like February next year because he's like in his late 40s and especially with the big guys it just it Beats them down after a while, you know. Their knees, their legs, their hips, all that stuff. 
but he didn't get a match with Shaq, which everybody was hoping for after last year when Shaq showed up in that same match, and then they, like, eliminated each other. But anyway, it gets down to, like, a few guys. Uh, there's a guy in the ring, Mojo Raleigh, who's a former football player. I don't remember who he played for. Uh, kind of crazy. Uh, mid-size, like, for a wrestler. And just crazy in general. He's apparently real-life friends with Gronkowski. And at some point, he was, like, almost out the ring. Some guy, like, went by where Gronkowski was, got up in Gronkowski's face, and, like, slapped him or something. Gronkowski hopped the barrier, ran in the ring, like, slammed the guy, whatever. And then Mojo, like, throws the last couple guys out of the ring. Mojo wins. Him and Gronkowski, like, you know, bash skulls together for a second. I don't remember what exactly they did. But they were like, yeah, 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 yeah! We hype! And then that was that was it. It was on. That was definitely like the underest card, and I was kind of meh on the result. I just didn't feel like it advanced anything. Um, that was one of three pre-show matches. We had that one. We had the cruiserweight match, which was uh, silver versus gold. <laughs> A couple the guys the guys wrestling had silver trunks and gold trunks. So. Oh. Right. I thought we were talking Pokemon. I was, about to say, I, was like, I was like, wait a minute. I started, gold. Gold. I was I started like, gold just singing. <laughs> I was like, Gold Dust or like Gold Star? Which one? No, Gold Dust was in the Battle Royale. Oh, Gold Dust is still around. Isn't he ninety seven? He's still wrestling, man. Why? Because he can. Because <laughs> like, I remember he's Gold Dust with our truth. I remember Gold Dust in the WWF. Yeah, he he's still around. He's tagging with R Truth right now. I don't know who R Truth is. It he's a guy like, who it sounds like is a misunderstood rapper. rapper oh, well, okay, that makes sense. How about no, it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird team. It's like the almost weirdest team. I'm about to say he sounds like off-brand R Kelly. R Truth in the building. Um, like he's if he's allowed to actually be good, he's fun to watch. He's just not usually allowed to be good. Okay. R Truth. Well. Um, but and then so we had like the cruiserweight match that was really good. Then we had. What do we have? Um, a lot of other matches. So the other big things from the night, um, we had John Cena had a match. The match itself was meh, but it was him and his girlfriend versus The Miz and Maurice, who's The Miz's wife. Uh, they'd had this feud for a few months, so they set this up. Uh, they won, and John Cena proposed. No, and I was like, that. Yeah. It was just a floating ring. <laughs> nah, I yeah, like so I, he, well, you know, it was actually big enough. <laughs> as the joke goes, the rock was big enough. On, the rock on the ring was big enough that Big Show would feel the weight. That's funny. it was a big diamond. Um, well, when you are like outside of the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he is probably the the most wrestler. He's probably the most popular. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's like well, he's been. I would say he's been the most popular, well, the most popular or the most recognizable. Definitely yeah. the most popular. one of the two, and. That links me to the other big news of the night. The very last match, which was at which started at like ten thirty at night. So this was a long. This is why I don't watch this at all. It, it was great though. Um, the last match was the Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Undertaker lost the match. That was his second match in twenty five years that he has lost at WrestleMania. The first one he lost to Brock Lesnar. Lost the match. And he retired. Basically, like. Okay, there has not been an official... The Undertaker has officially retired announcement from either The Undertaker himself or the WWE. But after the match, he, like, got... He actually put, like, his Undertaker coat and hat back on. He, like, kind of walked around the ring for a couple minutes. Like, just kind of w- soaked in the... Like, he's not, like, a waver, but he just kind of loomed. Um, and then he slowly took his gloves off, set them down, took his coat off, folded it up, set it down, took his hat off, 
set it down, walked out of the ring, and has not showed up since. And like everybody in the company is tweeting stuff like, so awesome, great legacy, thank you, Taker. Uh, they had Jim Ross, uh, old an old uh, wrestling announcer, came back. He tweeted something about, was so honored to call his last match. So he's pretty much retired, yeah. So he's probably about to go get hip surgery and probably have a quality of life. No, he was holding off on it because apparently your quality of life goes up when you get this surgery, but apparently it's one where once you get it, you're not supposed to wrestle again. Mm, okay. And he took he took some hits. He went through a table at least once, maybe twice. I think at least once. He took a lot of spears. It was it was brutal. It was not the most brutal. It was pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, so he's. It was kind of weird, but it was like, I mean, when he started taking like when he took the coat and the hat off, it was like. This is it. He's done. 27 years. That man started wrestling in 1990 and went till 2017. I'm not sure if his career is older than any, anybody in this room, but it might be. Who? The Undertaker's career. He's older than I was born in 91. So yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so The Undertaker. Pretty much this side of the table. Yeah. Not this one. So, the majority of this table that you're listening to is younger than The Undertaker's career. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, it was kind yeah. of a big thing. Yeah. I remember, like, for me, Undertaker was always top five. Because it was, like, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Undertaker, The Rock, and then eventually John Cena joined the, the cast. Like, but, no, yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like that's pretty untargeted, pretty good, yeah. I mean, yeah, people like um, Rick Foley, um, Yokozuma was pretty big. Um, Stone Cold Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin 316. I remember that. Uh, so, yeah. Um, cool. And you wanted to talk about um, Megabots update? What is that all about? Oh, okay. So, this, I feel like this is something I maybe, I think I'm the only one who knows about this, but like a couple of years ago, a company called, I think the company is called Megabots or something. Hang on. Uh, this company basically challenged the, a Japanese company called Sudoboshi Heavy Industries who created a, a real-life, like, small mech called the Kur- Kurotas. Like, they had... This is... That's, like, a few years old. It's, like, a little... Kind of reminds me, like, of a Zaku plus something from, like, Armored Core because it has, like, four-wheeled legs. But so that's the Kurotas, and then the Megabot is, like, kind of a more traditional American-style mech. But they, they challenged Sudabashi to a mech fight. A real-life, in-person, no... No joking, mech fight. What's to the death? Is <laughs> <laughs> it a robot death? Dude. You're not supposed to kill the pilots, but oh, like pilots are inside these things. They are gonna. That's a terrible life decision. Don't do that. Hold it's on, gonna did, be did, awesome did, to watch, though. Did we just get Gundam? <laughs> I some we somehow are basically gonna get BattleTech versus Gundam. Yeah, I was gonna say what is that? What is, I was like, what is this? What's that? Uh, Hugh Jackman movie that was about. Real steel, yeah. So it's real so steel, that, real but life. they're bigger. Oh, no. Like no. the Megabot is currently uh, looking at their website. It's twelve thousand pounds and fifteen. Who is pounds. going to stand inside of that and fight? You get hit one time, you go home. They made like a. I was watching like they have a YouTube page uh, for Megabots. They have like a bunch of videos on like them putting this thing together. They have like a full like crash roll cage and stuff. Oh my god! But goodness. they're like gonna have melee combat, all this stuff. August 2017, it happens. Live broadcast on their YouTube. We're living in the future, ladies and gentlemen. Giant robot fights are happening this year. 
The only giant robot fight I want to see is Soldier Boy versus Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not happening. There it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I I'm, so, I'm so glad you brought that up. Like, it's terrible, terrible what's going on in the news, but because it popped up, I got one of the greatest videos that I've seen ever in the past six months. What happened? So, for those of you that have been sleeping under a rock, you heard about um, the missiles that, uh, or the airstrike that was called on Syria. Yeah, 59 Tomahawk missiles on Syria. And so then everyone's just like, uh, oh, at least on my Facebook page, I scroll through, people are just like, whoa, here comes World War III or whatever. That's not the point. I saw this video, <laughs> and, it, and it, all the caption said was, what was it like to be a World War III? It was a Soldier Boy interview <laughs> talking about they were rushing the door. It is like, pa, pa, pa. I ran through the door. Someone's, he, he was coming in, so I came down, ripped out the mask. I knew who he was. I was I like, shot him. <laughs> shot him, pa, pa. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Have you guys not seen that video? No. I have not. I'll no. show you guys. You, yeah, I'll show you guys the video of the podcast. Honestly, if you just want to laugh, if you're having a bad day, you're just having a bad day, go watch Soldier Boy talk about his home invasion. It's honestly one of the funniest things. Did he actually get home invaded? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. But what happened in reality and the story he tells, it's honestly probably the difference between, like, what actually happens in the real war versus Call of Duty. Huh. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's how, like, yeah. There's a connection, but it's not a, a yeah. big one. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's connection and there's real life police reports of people being shot, but like the story that was told, uh, <laughs> honestly, Hermione Granger herself wouldn't believe it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a, it's a stretch to say the least. But, um, talking about, <laughs> talking about stretch, um, we've talked about this a couple weeks now. I want to just give our final thoughts on the Justice League trailer. After seeing it multiple times, I'm still a little bit concerned about the amount of CGI, but I am very excited for Aquaman. Like, Aquaman and The Flash are the two I'm most excited about because I feel like the Wonder Woman movie is going to be a better movie for Wonder Woman than the Justice League movie. I think her. I think she's going to shine the brightest in the Wonder Woman movie, so I'm not worried about her. Batman is always going to be Batman, even if Ben Affleck or Batfleck doesn't do well. There will be another Batman movie in six years, and we'll be okay. Not to mention, we are having some of the best Batman storytelling going on in comic book history right now. Listen, Batman is doing amazing things in comics. Nightwing is doing amazing things. My boy Damien Wayne is about to take over the world. Let me tell you, I am hype. But um, everyone, just go around real quick. We'll give our final thoughts on the Justice League trailer, and we'll not talk about this until the movie's out again. Good luck on that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll right? Until the next trailer. 2018, yeah. right? <laughs> Help. Oh, this, this year, isn't it? No. Well, I think it, it is this year, actually. Is yeah, it this year? It's, it's in this fall. Year. This year. Oh, yeah, it is this year. November. Surprise. Way to go, Rev. You made a liar out of all of us. <laughs> Six months. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's not hard to do. <laughs> I'm about to say, ah, it's not that hard. Well, but then again, we it's hard enough to keep it. seven months. Yeah, well, then again, it's hard enough letting uh, telling Mookie to keep 2K on the band list. Oh, yes. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is neither here nor there. All right, so I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um, like I said, we've talked about it for a couple of weeks. You guys kind of know where I'm coming at. 
uh, looking at it. Like I said, I'm excited for Flash. Like, watching the trailer, this latest trailer, is just like, okay. The one thing I was excited for was just seeing, like, Barry in the Flash shoot just kind of, like, crouch down as if he's about to, like, take off. And then you just see kind of, like, after images of he's, like, zipping and zagging. You kind of see, like, lightning trailing behind him. Um, and I don't know if I... I probably mentioned this last week, but, you know, it's been that kind of week. Uh, seeing some of the scenes in the trailer, seeing uh, Barry and what looks to be Iron Heights probably talking with his dad, uh, kind of setting up where the Flash standalone film could go. Um, are we going to see... Is he already past the whole... Uh, trying to find out like get redemption for his mom are we still gonna get like a flashpoint type storyline with barry allen who knows i don't know know. yeah that's one of those things like we hope we're past that but at the same time we can't put anything past producers i mean yeah and at this point like i feel like the general public knows that barry allen messes up the timeline like, on a regular, and on a regular uh, basis. Oh, the memes. I'm telling you. Oh, like, the like, well, not general public. Like, those that... Because like, the Flash TV show is pretty popular. Like, well, I found out it's like, it's like... It's not as popular as Arrow, which is their most popular TV show right now. But it's pretty popular. It has a very huge following. So, I think, like, a lot of people... I'm not... Not that I want to categorize everyone who's going to go see this movie, but I don't think anyone who's never seen a Batman movie or the Flash TV show or the Arrow TV show is going to walk in like, I'm going to go see Justice League. Now, so poor girlfriends are going to get dragged to this thing, and then next week they're going to go see the third Fifty Shades of Grey movie, so she's just going to be there watching these blow up, but she doesn't really care. The rest of us that are going, we kind of already know that Barry knows how to mess up the timeline. This is true. And we're ready to be done with that story. I don't know. Well, apparently... The CW show thinks it's a good thing to keep going back to this, that Barry Allen goes to the future, to the past, to fix something. So yeah, we're that's hoping... What, that's what he always does anywhere, though. He always... My name is Barry Allen. Welcome <laughs> to Jack. Yeah. yeah. Self-bleak for the podcast. This is... <laughs> Thank you. You could have just said Voltron, too. But if you've watched the... If you listen to us long enough, you know what we're talking about. Voltron. No, but we changed that recently. We changed it to Morphin Time. Morphin Time. So every Morphin ta- Time. Every time someone curses, we just insert Morphin Time. <laughs> <laughs> I need the Morphin Time. I need you to Morphin Time. Boy, get your... <laughs> Boy, if you don't get your Morphin Time. Yeah, right. so you get the gist. Rev? Um, so... Like... So I'm not that big into superhero things, but... I hope with this movie they fix the running problems that DC's had, which is too much stuff, too short. Of movie. You you're already wrong. You're already. I don't think they will. Nope. I think going into it expecting that at this point is a false. That's a false. That's a false assumption. So like Batman vs Superman should have been two movies. One hundred percent. Yeah, but Dark Knight should have been two movies. That movie ended like four times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, it was still but that a was great movie. Yeah, it was still yes. a great movie. Yeah. But because you had, like, the first Batman movie, you were able to, like, sort of skip a lot of the introduction. Yeah. So it wasn't like you were introducing all these different characters that were going to act. And I think the fact that we're getting the Wonder Woman movie is kind of a timestamp. It's almost like a timestamp. Like, okay, you're getting a break from this. One thing I know will probably, I can almost guarantee this will happen. Towards the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie... Batman's going to lead the big fight. He's going to go to Superman's grave. He's going to do the whole tunnel thing. 
Like, something's going to happen. He's going to realize Superman's not dead. He's going to go to his grave, take his body up, put it in, like, a chamber with yellow sunlight, and Superman's going to come save the day in the last ten minutes of the movie. I can almost guarantee it's going to happen, or that's how the new movie starts. But but that, it can't happen that, because every Superman anything, ha- he has to get his butt whooped before he can actually serve out a butt whooping. Yeah. So he, you can't do the last ten minutes. you got to do it mid-movie. So you can come back to life and then almost die and then come back and whoop him again. Yeah, probably. So, so right. you can't really do like anytime you watch anything Superman, that's exactly how it goes. He gets whooped first. So. Yeah, it's not fun if he just beats everybody. Yeah. He's just a bully. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, the big blue boy's got like the last five minutes and it's basically tactical Superman nuke. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he comes back on his own. Everybody's like yep, time on to go. their last legs, and all of a sudden, nuke. You hear that? I don't know that that sound they use when he's flying and he's yeah. going supersonic. The, Boom, 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 boom. Like the... The sound barrier. Yeah, like the, the multiple cracks. Do, 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 do. And all of a sudden, whoever they're fighting is like three miles away, being dragged along the ground. Which, know? again, like... I want to say this, and I know someone's going to have a hard time, and someone's going to fight with me in the comment section. I don't really care. For all that power, Superman's kind of weak. Because he loses to everybody. <laughs> Listen, Superman has lost more fights to regular people than he's lost to, like, godly figures. He has lost to Black Canary, like, 19 times. Like, my man is, like, 12 and 19 against this lady. She she has one of... She can hit one of his weaknesses, though. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, again, I understand he doesn't go out full out versus humans. And well, like, yeah. Yeah, there's so, that. like, there's, there's that. But then here's my thing. How weak are the Marvel characters? Because the one... Well, the three times Superman has crossed that line and gone in the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe collide, Superman takes no L's. Like... He single-handedly beat up Thor and Captain America at the same time. So we got <laughs> we got to have a conversation about this big blondie over here. But that we'll save that for another day. Um, speaking of Marvel, Defenders dropped a teaser for their trailer. Um, the teaser trailer or teaser for the trailer, whatever. Or possibly it is. teaser for the <laughs> teaser for the trailer. Listen, there was a teaser for the Batman Superman for the Justice League trailer at the Super Bowl, or was it the whatever sporting event that was? NCAA Finals. That's when the teaser for the trailer happened. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you look at it, it's bit, all the defenders are in an elevator. One thing I did notice that I don't feel like a lot of people are talking about, Daredevil isn't, like, in his, like, full Daredevil costume. Yes. Yeah. It's, well, it's like, his, it's his original costume. And I'm like, well, uh, the, wait, no, what? He's wearing a suit, and then he has what okay. looks like so the, yeah. best, the best part about like, that is I saw a tweet about that, and someone was like, yo, Daredevil looks more like Iron Fist than Iron Fist does. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, and I'm just like, okay, I want to I want to give them the space to show... Those two characters in their costume, I'm pretty sure Jessica and Luke are just not going to have quote-unquote costumes. Like, they're just... And here's my thing. These are post-whatever costumes. So, like, the yellow shirt with military pants and military boots, that is Power Man's current costume, even in the comics. Right. Like, Iron Fist still has, like, the whole... Um, it's not Shaolin, the green thing, but they have shown him wearing more green shirt, green pants, yellow hat. Street spandex? Yeah, there's basically none, like, basically, he goes into, I mean, even in in Luke Cage, if if anyone hasn't seen by this point, I'm sorry, you need to see it, because it's probably the best thing Marvel has out right now, if not for Guardians of the Galaxy, like, 
Luke Cage is amazing. There's a scene where he stops uh, uh, a store robbery and Method Man is in there and, like, gives Method Man his hoodie and Method Man gives him his... Um, they exchange hoodies and, like, it's honestly a scene. It's a call- It's not necessarily a callback to the comics, but, like, the outfit he's wearing is kind of, like, callback. So they do these little, little things. There's a scene in there where he's in his 1970s costume, but it's just, like... They work around as like, oh, when he broke out of prison, he ran into the woods and some old grandma. It was kind of amazing. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was it just was amazing. It was super dope. So I think they'll do something cheesy like that. I, since they're trying to do their Netflix series more based and grounded in reality, they tend to tend to stay away from costumes and more into like it makes sense that the Daredevil is wearing multi-layered mesh Kevlar that could rival, if not keep up with the kind of tech that Batman has. He just yeah. doesn't have the money. Um, he doesn't have that. He has he the has resources. He has the base suit tech, but not the utility belt yeah, and yeah, mask yeah. tech. All yeah. that good stuff. So I think being in New York, obviously he's a billionaire. He's going to get Alfred at some point. Every rich billionaire has their own Alfred. If you don't know, Green Arrow kind of is his own Alfred. He's smart enough to where he can develop some things, but he obviously has Queen Industries develop things. Same thing with Iron Fist. He's more martial artist, so he doesn't necessarily need a lot of tech. But I'm sure he's going to get some sort of tactical suit. He never... As long as it makes sure to expose his chest. Yeah, and I think, honestly, (laughs) since they're doing the blonde hair, I don't think he's going to wear the yellow mask. But I kind of want them to do one shot where it's like they go into a costume store and they come out and for like 30 seconds they're all wearing a comic book that's what I want to happen. Like well, they, they wear all their regular costumes throughout the movie, and somehow they find themselves going to a costume party. They go to a costume party. They get their OG costumes. They show up, and obviously they take them off at the, and go on to whatever goes on. But um, Well, I mean, and I guess my take on that trailer is that it's probably, like, this is obviously shooting from the hip, but if I had to guess, I would peg it at, like, a third of the way through the show, because they're all... They all kind of seem to be, I guess, as much as we can tell in the, what, 30 seconds, mm-hmm. they all seem to be working together, but, like, they're kind of, they, uh, they kind of look tired, well, Iron Fist looks tired, and Daredevil looks tired, Luke just kind of is Luke, <laughs> but, you know, none of them are dressed up, it looks like they just kind of are like, oh, we have to go to, like, whatever that building is that they're in the elevator for, and they're probably grabbing a computer file or something. I am of the opinion they're going to see Claire, which has become the strongest ancillary character in the entire series. Claire, played by Rosario Dawson, who is honestly one of the strongest supporting characters in all of the TV shows, period. That lady is amazing. Like, she is killing it. Um, she wants to talk to them about the uh, Defenders Initiative. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, she probably gets hurt, and they all show up at the elevator at the same time, and they're all looking at each other like, Who are you? You're here to see Claire, too? Uh, yeah, how do you know her? We went for coffee. Oh. <laughs> it was like, I like coffee. Shut up. That's not. And then Jessica Jones is going to say, well, that's not the kind of coffee they're talking about. And Danny Rand's going to be like, oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we Danny would be the one that would need yeah. a little time to catch up on yes. what that means. Yeah. So anyway, um, excited for it. I want them to. Daredevil, great. Getting better. Season one was good. Season two, even better. Luke Cage, off to a great start. Jessica Jones, nah. Iron Fist, Okay, this is weird. Oh, this is getting good. Okay, this is back to being weird. I don't really know how I feel about it that. <laughs> I'll have to rewatch it again to get like my full like feelings under wrap, but 
how do the rest of you guys feel about it? Like, and also, what are your expectations for defenders, or what are your hopes? So, I'll probably just go based on what you guys say because I've watched none of the Marvel shows, and so I mean, it's pretty interesting. So we're just gonna wait for it. I believe it's August 18th that something's supposed to happen. Cause That's when, when the, it comes out. Yeah, when, that, when the intermission cut out, it said 8 18 2017. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm. Whatever happens, happens. August uh, is going to be a pretty awesome month, is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And then with all the games coming out, I don't have time, man. And a giant robot no fight. games in August. No, oh, Madden. 2K. That's it. With all sports games. 2K, I think, until September. October-ish. Oh, they're going to not. Well, yeah, right. Anyway. Uh, so I've only watched only one of those I've watched is actually Daredevil I watched Daredevil season one um I liked it until the end <laughs> until literally the last episode yeah but the, the, um I've heard good things about Luke Cage I probably need to watch Luke Cage um and you know I don't I had, I think when I watched Daredevil I had like heard like this was the plan cause like they had this plan for years yeah so like who knows? Like, this could be... Yeah, when Netflix inked a deal for Daredevil, I think the very next, next day, day, they, like, they inked a deal for, for the Defenders. And yeah. The Defenders, yeah. Yeah, they inked a deal for Defenders before they even inked a deal for the other three. Okay. So they inked yeah. a deal for Defenders, and the Defenders were standalone. And they were like, uh, this could make a lot of money. And then, like, they announced, like, oh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, um, yeah. Iron Fist, before they even casted anybody yeah. yeah and then everyone went wild and they're like oh so this is serious and then they was like okay let's find some people <laughs> i think they're gonna do i think the way it's gonna work out is jessica jones luke cage defenders daredevil season three and then it's gonna it's gonna just pile on and pile on and pile on it's gonna uh, yeah and then those that aren't performing as well will probably get moved further back or be dropped like Luke Cage came out and blew all the records yes. out of the water. So, like, um, and for clarification, Netflix doesn't release like viewership numbers. Like they don't care to and they don't have to because like they're getting more viewerships than movies. But they even they said expectations for Luke Cage were surpassed by a mile. So um on the same boat, I I think I watched the first season of Daredevil, I uh, watched part of Jessica Jones and I started falling asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't really have much interest in watching the rest of them. I hear great things about them, so I might check them out before then and see what happens with Defenders. For sure. Sometimes going to be a good time to just cap a couple episodes. And we were talking, we are kind of binge watchers. Luke Cage is one of those things I beat. I watched in the weekend. I beat in the weekend. I watched in the weekend because I, I got home like Saturday evening. I didn't have class until Tuesday. I was like, all right, I'll watch the first episode. 16 episodes later. Okay, it's over. <laughs> like, wait, did I go to sleep somewhere in there? No, I did not. I, I did not. Accountant? Okay. Um, I have seen Daredevil Season 1, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil Season 2, but I have not seen Luke Cage or Iron Fist yet. Yeah, honestly, like, you could probably skip everything else. Watch Season 2 of Daredevil and Season 1 of Luke Cage. And, like, for, like, good cinematography, great storytelling, amazing action, those two. If you want the full story, you can watch the other three. But, like, for a show about martial arts, Iron Fist didn't have a whole lot of martial arts. So, it's kind of, kind of, I was like, wait, that's it? Really? That's what we're doing? It was more like espionage than actual, like, a lot of, like, shadow weaving. Um, almost felt like a Ninja Turtles movie. 
It's like oh the bad guy is always this shadowy figure that you never really recognize. And then when you recognize him, it's like, oh, it was a trick. This is just an extension of the bad guy. And I'm just like, eh. Like, I've already figured it out. But, um, John? Uh, I would say as far as, like, looking forward to Defenders, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I've seen everything but uh, Iron Fist at this point. I've... I would say, yeah, I, f- I think the Jessica Jones writing is probably the weakest. Um, I still liked the character. Like, the, the actress they picked, perfect. Um, Luke Cage was amazing. Um, Daredevil se- Season 2 was really great. Uh, like, I feel like the in Daredevil Season 2, the scene between Daredevil and Punisher mm-hmm. in the graveyard, mm-hmm. one of the best scenes they filmed in any of those series. Yeah. Just, like... I don't know. Those two guys killed it. They, they, um, they could win an Emmy on the entire show based on that scene alone. I can believe it. Um, I'm looking forward to Defenders. Like, the trailer, I don't know. I, I want to see a full trailer for it. The teaser gave me a little bit of hope. Like, I got a little bit of a feel for it just from that. Uh, obviously, we don't have much to work with. Um, looping back a little bit, because you guys have never let me talk about Justice League. I don't know what that's about, unless you just didn't want this to be five hours. Uh, yeah. No, I promise it won't be. Um, I am optimistic about the Justice League movie. I'm really hyped, honestly, for the Wonder Woman movie. I think you're right, Mookie, that we're probably not going to get like a lot of Wonder Woman development in the movie. She's she's going to be established. She's going to be important. The trailer makes it look like she's going to be kind of the field leader of the group. Um, or like her and Batman are going to switch that back and forth. I feel like we're going to get a less... Hopefully less murdery Batman, uh, a less, a little bit less serious Batman. I mean, he makes a comment about talking to fish to Aquaman. Um, maybe he just is bad at making friends, but uh, with Batman, yeah, Batman <laughs> is bad at making friends. You know, I think you might have already lost on one of your hopes. The scene, the second he brought out the Crusher, and I saw 150 cruise missiles come out, I was like, oh yeah, people are dying. Oh, I'm all about, I'm all about Batman. Well, but he... <laughs> See, I'm the like, same way. Parademons don't do count. Uh, yeah, you're Parademons right. Parademons don't count. Yeah. That's to- like that's clearly what they're fighting in this whole trailer. Yeah. Like, that was... And I'm more okay with the look they have for the Batmobile now, like all the guns stapled on, because it looks more like he basically did that, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap, war... Yeah. War is coming. Yeah, I and, need and more that, guns. Yeah, that crusher is a that crusher is a monster. The crusher oh, the, is the big spider one. Yeah, thing. the crusher is like one of his like last line of defenses. It's essentially a spaceship because um well it's a multi it's a multi like it can go underwater. It can literally becomes a spider tank on land and it can fly from. It's it can send service to like surface to air missiles. It can literally man travel from the back cave all the way to. Um, Low Earth Earth orbit? The Watchtower. Oh, the Watchtower. Yeah, it it can transform the the Watchtower. It is a beast, so I'm kind of shocked they brought it out this early, but I think that just means... We just get, like, a brief glimpse of it, so we don't see all of that, so we'll still get surprised. And we'll we'll probably not see all of that, just because Um, this is kind of dark side coming to Earth, so it's primarily going to... And I think we have the actor for it now. I don't remember his name. I think, but we'll, I think we're going to get Darkseid. I think that's we'll what Superman comes in. We'll get a glimpse. Is, my guess is going to be we get a glimpse, not a full Darkseid fight. I think Darkseid Dark might be uh, DC's Thanos. Yeah, I think, I think, I think he's going to going to drag it out, and it's going to be... As long as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my biggest concern is um, Aquaman and Wonder Woman's backstory. 
because I heard years ago they were talking about how they were going to make them Kryptonians, and, and Wonder Woman's trailer, when she's adopted and she doesn't own, have rights to the sword. See, uh, I feel like and, that and that's coming across to me as, like, more she's probably going to end up being, like, oh, you're, like, secretly the daughter of Zeus or something. Yeah. Rather than, like... I, I, I feel like it, it just, it, it all adds up to them sounding like she's Kryptonian, mm-hmm. and I don't want that to happen. That would be the biggest mistake. That, yeah. that pull... Yeah. I mean, it, it, doing it. it could happen, but I didn't get that vibe from her. For trailer. me, okay, maybe it's because, like, I read more a lot of women, because as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, so this is them... Pretending she's been Amazonian the whole time and not telling him she's... Is she the daughter of Zeus or, like, the daughter of Athena? Because uh, that, there's I a very... big difference between them. I yeah, it's remember. a big difference. I thought in the... I thought in, I, like, the more recent comic, she's a th- she was an actual daughter of Zeus. Like, originally she was, like, an animated clay statue, essentially, and, like, yeah. Athena was the one who kind of did that. Yeah. I think um, that's I think that's what's going on. I think... It might be. If yeah. she's the daughter of Zeus, fine. Um, so because not a daughter of Athena, but a daughter of Zeus. If she's a daughter of Zeus, that's fine, but then that makes her an Aquaman brother and sister. Because. Or cousins, at least? Nah, brother and sister. Eh, well, like cousins. Yeah, because. Because Zeus and Poseidon are brothers. And Aquaman. So they'd be cousins. Aquaman's, yes, yeah. Or no, that's. Well, yeah. Yeah. Also, Hercules and the Little Mermaid, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> they're also cousins. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that would make them related in some stretch way. I hope they go that way, because, like I said... The Kryptonian thing would make me mad. It would, It'd be dumb. It would, no. It would yeah, I, I mean, it's possible, but I don't super get that vibe. I uh, guess my three favorite parts of the trailer are the, what's your superpower? I'm rich. Yeah. Bye. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I love... And he's driving around in, I believe that is a McLaren P1, which is a $380,000 car. No, that so. looked like he was in the Batmobile when he gave that line. Okay. Could have been a McLaren. He may have a McLaren in another scene. That looked like they were in the Batmobile. So there's that. There's the scene where he's driving the Batmobile and Aquaman's just like standing on the side. Yeah, I like, like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like jumps at a parademon. I'm like, okay. I, I like that. Not, except, uh, I like that except for the CGI. And I'm like, stop acting like a frat boy. You're the king of Atlantis. Calm down. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's fair. But I don't know. Like, the guy who plays him is totally like just a. Jason Momoa is a great actor. I mean, he's on a new series on Netflix that's pretty good. I oh, just see uh, Frontier? Frontier. Yes. Really, 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 very mature. Uh-huh. It's a very watch by yourself, not with the children around. And if your wife is screaming, okay. she turn the lights. Like, tell her to go to bed because it's it's very like Native American, like raw. Okay. Really good though. War eighteen twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the last the last bit is that bit at the very end where you know Jim Gordon's like, "You're playing well with others," and Aquaman's like, "Dressed like a bat, I dig it." Yeah. And Bruce is just like. Shut up. It's probably temporary. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So, did we finish our thoughts on Defenders and Justice League? That was, yeah, yeah. I was cool. on that. Um, something a lot less serious than all this, but still very important to, to the core of this podcast, Master of None. Aziz Ansari is hilarious. Season 2 is dropping. Really, really, like... May 27th? Yeah. No, May 12th. May 12th? May 12th. Let's get our dates uh, right. <laughs> is it May 12th? May 12th. At least I just saw Go that. look on Netflix Facebook page so we don't give you false information. I'll check. Master of None Season 2. It's coming out. According to the trailer, I believe it's said. It's really good. It's one of those... It's kind of like... It's a new generation of, like, Seinfeld, almost. I, I say that tentatively because I know people yeah, are going to... Yeah, May 12th. Yeah. A lot of people are going to jump down my neck. Oh, Nat, Seinfeld is one of the greatest TV shows. Calm down. Why I say that is, like, he's a comedian... 
and he's not playing himself, but he's playing basically a different version of himself. He's trying to get work as an actor. He talks about commercials. It's about life, relationship. Like, the episodes have an overarching story, but you can pick up anywhere and go forward and backwards and still understand the story. Um, so, in structure, it's kind of like Seinfeld. It's just really good. If you want something to watch when you're bored, if Netflix is something you turn on in the background while you're reading or doing homework or building power tools, I don't know what people do because I don't leave my bed. Building <laughs> power tools. <laughs> building with power tools. There you go. Tom Robot built it with power tools. I built there it with go. power tools. Full circle. Yeah, turn it on. Watch it. It's funny. It's a good time. Mateo, I know you're a big fan of this. How do you feel about it? Um... Honestly, like watching the trailer, I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm with it. Not much expectation tethered to it. I'm just going in there, enjoying it for what it is. Yep, cool. So if you uh, want to watch something that's not related to comic books or sports or anything, it's just kind of like a good life comedy. I wouldn't say it's a drama. It's a life comedy. Check out Master of None Season 2 when it drops. May 12th? May 12th. May 12th. Cool. Cool. I just had to double check. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna come back to um, like May 21st. Close. That would be close. Yeah, you just got close. A, you got your, yeah, you got your numbers ones. in the wrong place value. Yeah. It's gonna be like, happens to the best of us. Yeah. Be like, mm-hmm. it was nine Anyways, um, kind of keeping up with shows or whatnot, whatnot. We finally got the first episode of Boruto. Mm-hmm. I think it's officially titled Boruto: The Next Generation. Or Nar- it's, it's Boruto, Boruto, Naruto, Naruto is the Next Generation. generation. That's I hate that subtitle. Yes. It's Me just too. Boruto. Boruto's his own person. <laughs> Me too. I hate yeah, and which for like it makes no sense that they put Naruto: The Next Generation because for the last three series they've done the Naruto Gaiden the Boruto movie and now this one it literally starts off with him saying this is not about my dad this is my story <laughs> so what do they do put his dad's name in the title screen of yeah, subtitles maybe, maybe that's a running joke Brand maybe, uh, maybe it's just like if they called it Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Ball Z super yeah. like I don't know maybe there are just some people that are super oblivious and they're just like huh, Boruto the next generation it wasn't our show, uh, uh, Naruto, right? Yeah, I just like this. I wanted to if say someone, that. Someone is 100% going to walk into a game stop and say that. Like, one I'm, day. I'm only half joking when I say branding. I mean, because no, it's like, well, like you said, you know, Dragon Ball. But see, Dragon Ball isn't a character's name, it's an object's name, but it's not a character's name. So you can just tack letters on the end of it. You know, Z, Super, GT, etc. No, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Theoretically, you could have had some series named that. I'm not saying there was such a series. But you could do that. You could add two letters instead of just one. Or say, if they, if they do another series with Bleach, they could do Bleach the Next Generation. And it's not weird because it's just... That's the series name, but yeah, with Naruto. This is not an idea pitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, this, yeah, this is not an idea pitch. <laughs> and if First, it is, we trademark it and you owe us money. Yeah, uh, before you do that, uh, what is that? Ki- Ki- Kishimoto? No, Kubo. Kubo. Yeah, Kubo. Yeah. Kubo. Uh, yeah, before you do that, you, get, you better give us the anime of the actual last arc, and oh, maybe give us some of the dang Bankais you didn't ever show us. Facts. Um, Facts. But, You're no, yeah, right. that's my theory. Like, it, it sounds stupid. You're right. And I think it is yeah. stupid that they keep throwing Naruto's name in there. Okay. But it's a branding thing. Yeah. yeah. But the naming, controversy over, show's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, we saw 
the Boruto movie. Uh, and then if you've been keeping up with the manga, it's literally been like, you have the movie. All right, cool. You get the manga. All right. I guess we're just rehashing what happened in the movie, and now they're finally getting to a point uh, where we're actually getting, like, story content, like, original content uh, with the Boruto uh, timeline. I'm glad that they opted to do something different for the opening episode. Yeah, because I was really concerned because it started off the exact same, (laughs) and I got really concerned. I'm like, listen, you can't do the same episode three different times the same way. So it started off the exact same way. Uh, The village of Konoha is destroyed, and Broto is in mid-teens. And again, we need to talk about the Japanese like anime. I think 98% of the animes are all teenage high schoolers. No, because, like, that's their audience. Yeah. Yeah, I, I figured that later. I was like, okay, it's definitely... Hey, you know what they say, they're the future. That's why they're, that, yeah, that's what yeah it's their audience, but I'm like, listen, I've never seen so many powerful 12-year-olds in my life. I mean, listen, Zion Williamson's in high school, so them, never mind, I apologize. I take everything I just said, because that man, I saw a video of Zion Williamson who plays for some school that wears rent away. My mans came down the court and Tomahawk dunked on three people from the free throw line. I gave up on basketball immediately. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, full spoiler disclosure from this point on in regards to Boruto. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just a quick rundown. They, it's pre-academy. So with uh, the Boruto movie, we get him. He had what? just gotten in, he had just gotten into the academy because you know, I thought they were doing tuning exams. They were okay. So, so he had already graduated. Down. He yeah. he got his squad doing the tuning exams, all that good stuff. So he's probably been a genning for a year. about a year or so, maybe six months or whatever, anywhere in that time frame. Uh, so we're actually getting some content pre academy. Um, which is good. Well, not pre-academy because he's on his way to the entrance exam in the uh, or entrance ceremony in the first episode. And I really like how they're setting everyone up. So they didn't try to shove all the nostalgia feels down our throat. They only showed who was necessary. They showed the Hokage. They showed his uh, right-hand man, Shikamaru. Facts. They showed Konohamaru. They showed uh, Anko. Um... Ten ten, oh, did they show ten ten? Did they show ten ten? No, that's not ten ten. That's what that's Konohamaru's uh, teammate. Oh yeah, yeah. and well, um, Asuma's wife. Kurenai. Did there. they show? The no, old, the older lady. Kurenai standing. She might have been there. Kurenai oh, standing next to Konohamaru. And then obviously, what's his name? The the bug guy is like the head of the. Shino. Shino. He's the head yeah, of the yeah. academy. So yeah. So of and then Shino, no one ever remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's kind of different though with that mask. Yes. On. You can't really see his face. But anyways, yeah. So they didn't like try to take all these characters that weren't necessarily necessary at this point in time and place them in the episode. Like we know, uh, Sarada is Sasuke and Sakura's daughter. They didn't men- they didn't even mention Sasuke. They should, yeah, nope. They didn't mention Sakura. And that's great. Because I was going to get real upset if we saw her and she starts crying. Listen. <laughs> Too much fun for her? Like, listen. Sakura cries is almost as bad as Felicity season two of Arrow. <laughs> well, season three. Like, Sakura no, no, cries no, no, a no, lot. No, no. But she, she gets better. No, well, she cries a lot in Naruto. And yeah. she putting... She's... She throws she hands. Yeah. She <laughs> throws hands. Well, she throws elbows at some point. <laughs> like, she started throwing elbows. And I was like, all right, we got to... Yeah, she did. And the camp... 
when dude comes in, she starts mm-hmm. throwing elbows. Hold it. Like, Hold it. Wait something. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's no. Wait a here. minute. Oh, <laughs> anyway. <more than that. laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm pretty pleased with it. I love the direction they're going with it. Like you can already tell, Boruto is obviously different from Naruto. He's a lot smarter. He's more of like Sasuke, except he's he has the Naruto skilled. art like attitude. He's actually yeah. skilled. So they had like a fight, that fight with the bullies. Yeah. Like, he handled them like. Easily, like in a way that Naruto before Academy couldn't have. Yeah, and then, yeah, he was like, he came around the corner and instead of actually just continuing running, he just went up to the roof. And yeah, he's got, he seems to be able to um, handle, if not handle, manage the Byakugan to a level the way he can sense things or no, I, 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 I think, think it was involuntary. I think that was very involuntary. It was, it was in reality. But he, he was to, able to at least like, Turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think he's... Because I feel like it's a spidey sense. Right now, his Byakuyan's acting like a spidey sense. Because, like, he popped up, he was like, something's wrong. And the Byakuyan activated, and he noticed it for a while, and he was like, all right. And he put his hand over his eye, and it... Okay, so he's, he's might have... He's might've, he has yeah, some modicum okay. of control. Okay. Um, no, what was that? And I enjoyed... Well, so I've also been reading the manga. And so, one, I enjoyed that they went back because... Or else they'd have the problem with, oh, we catch up in two months, we have to do a filler arc. So this seems like a nice little introduction so that the manga could get ahead. Um, it might even I be was, a filler arc. It, Who knows? Yeah. Um, but, like, hey, planned filler arcs are good. Unplanned filler arcs, like Bleach, are not. Those aren't filler <laughs> arcs, those are filler whole shows. Listen, they have whole seasons that are yeah, basically filler anyway. seasons. It's we're in Weko I mean, I guess yeah, you we get sucked up arc, but Oh, we're not fighting the hollows anymore? Nope, uh, for a whole <laughs> Listen, a whole, when you got twenty two episodes of filler, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. But uh anyway. so I thought it was interesting that they introduced a character mm-hmm. that was not in the manga, at least to this point. And like introduced him in a very like key way to this episode so I'm like wondering how that he plays okay uh, yeah like cool. how key would you be in the show um Matt was actually talking about it earlier how they showed a lot of like the relationships between the academy students yeah. which didn't show in Naruto at yeah all. that was like one of my pet peeves with like the original Naruto like so episode one he gets his like he passes the test or whatever gets the ninja headband I don't even know what happened in episode two I think it was either two or three where they actually the were in the cat like in their classroom and they were thrown into their squads. And like from then, you don't see anyone else up until the tuning exams, like yep. outside of Team Seven. And they made it in a way that everyone is like so antagonistic. And then later on, I was like, oh yeah, JK. They were actually chilling like, like back in the academy like days. Naruto. Like Naruto, uh, Shikamaru. Choji and Kiba were all cutting class together. Yeah, we but, just we don't find out until the end of the original Naruto. Like, wait a minute, how? Yeah, and then we see like Naruto going up against Kiba in like the preliminaries for stage three of the Chuni exams, and he's like, "I can't stand you." And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> going at it like uh, foxes and dogs. That's funny. Mm-hmm. You're funny. Yeah, I see. What I try. You did there. You're I funny. try. You're hilarious. <laughs> I try to be subtle with that, you know. <laughs> You're hilarious. But um, out of that. We also got some extra news, which I don't know if they they intended to drop it at this time or it just kind of like uh, was no, happenstance. No, with, with the way it happened, it had to have been. Yeah, it was planned. It had uh, to have been a new planned. Naruto game, 
popped up. We got a trailer for it. We actually posted the trailer on our page. So check it out, facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about this trailer a little bit, Mateo? Yeah. Uh, Naruto. So hopefully this is just a placeholder name. Naruto, Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. I really hope Sounds that's a place. <laughs> okay, I want to say I really hope it's a placeholder, but after Kingdom Hearts 365 divided by two, I've lost all hope of naming conventions in anything that comes well, out Well, there's a, there a legitimate reason there's for that being named. Yeah. What it was, I don't remember at the moment. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> me neither. But there yeah, is, is like this, extend the title, make it longer, longer, try to one-up them before. So. Ninja yeah. Storm. Ultimate Ninja Storm. Ultimate Platinum Ninja Storm. Ultimate Ninja Storm Platinum. Uh, or, or if they <laughs> Burst. But that all goes Burst. back to the DBT. Burst. Yeah, DBT, Budokai. Budokai, Budokai Tenkaichi. Tenkaichi. Budokai Tenkaichi 2. Tenkaichi Burst. No, I don't or think if they want to go the Power Rangers route, Super Mega Force. Uh, but we're not going to talk about and, that. Wait a minute. We need to talk about Super Mega Ultra Force, which was like a, like 10 episodes in, and they were like, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that like, was wait, cool. wait that, that's actually a thing? I think it made it that like five episodes. That was them taking... So, I, I haven't like actually watched it. Mega Force was like them adapting one of the Super Sentai shows, mm-hmm. and then like Super Mega Force or Super Ultra Mega Force or whatever was them adapting the next show, which seems like a cheat because the next show was uh, would have been Power Rangers as Space Pirates. Which, I mean, come on, guys. Why would you not make that a separate show? Because we don't go to space anymore, apparently. After we got po- Terminator Power Rangers edition, it... I really... Ha- listen, like I've had issues with Power Rangers ever since we started swinging pixie sticks around. I was... I've really... That's I'm, fair. I'm still, like, emotionally <laughs> distressed by that, because I was stuck in a hospital bed, and I couldn't go nowhere. And, <laughs> and it was your only Power Rangers And it was like, space. Power Rangers or Cubo? At this point, I should have picked Cubo. <laughs> Like, like daytime television would have been better than sticking around watching all Mystic the, Force. All, all the days of our life, A lot right? of Judge, right? <laughs> lot of judge Judy. Oh, man. Judge Anyways, yeah. So, Naruto to Boruto, Shinobi Striker. First of all, that sounds like an awesome soccer game. Uh, <laughs> essentially, in the trailer, so it dropped on Thursday. So, Boruto came out Wednesday. They dropped this mm. Thursday, and all we got is the trailer. As of right now, there's no, like, release date or any, like, additional information, like, with this. Um, but what they said is supposed to support 4v4, like, battling. So, eight, like, eight-man almost battle royale. And I think it's supposed to be online. So, whether that's, like, fighting against other people. So, like, you, so say, like, I'm playing against Mookie and, like, I have my four. So, I have Team Kakashi. He has, like... Team Asuma, and we just go at it. The thing that got me excited was seeing, like, how they're interacting with their environment. Yeah. So you got to yeah, see yeah. Sasuke, like, run across the wall, like, like the side of what was looked like a cliff or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so there's, like, this huge gap, and so then he, like, jumps on there, holds on there with his chakra, and he just, like, starts running across. Honestly, if it's just, like, this multiplayer, like, interface, because it's supposed to be available for, for, for like, PS4... Uh, Xbox One and Steam. then Steam, uh, but no Nintendo Switch, unfortunately. Damn. Yeah, if it, Not <laughs> <laughs> if it's just like a multiplayer like uh, interface where you're just meeting with other people to battle, cool. But I would really love it to be kind of like uh, Rise of a Ninja. Yeah, yeah. So if you, I don't, I don't know that we've actually talked about this, but Rise of a Ninja was one of my favorite Naruto games like, ever. Point blank. Period. Just because of the way uh, it was very RPG style. 
Uh, it's like, all right, cool. I got to go here. It wasn't just like uh, you're moving You're moving dots across the timeline where it's like it places you where you need to be. No, homie, you ran to the <laughs> other side of the fire nation. Like, I almost said fire nation. Fire of, nation. The <laughs> land, of the land of fire. Everything changed. <laughs> <laughs> fire Wait, yeah. no, sorry, sorry. Wrong, wrong, yeah, wrong. No, no. Not just so I said getting along in English class, and then the fire nation showed up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Those darn Chihas. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, no. Rise of a Ninja was amazing in the fact that it was an open world RPG in the well, Naruto as, franchise. Well, as open as Xbox 360 got. Well, okay. It was it was one of the first open world like Naruto, if not one of the only open world Naruto games got. And a lot of people sleep on this. It was an Xbox exclusive. Because mm-hmm. I remember I had to bring my Xbox 360 over here when we played it. Yeah. And then you guys had the PlayStation 1, which was just mostly a fighting game. And we like... We had this thing where we would trade our consoles over spring break and just play each other's consoles. Um, it was exclusive Xbox, and it was good. And there hasn't been a game that level of detail that had that kind of open exploration for like the Naruto series in a long time. So yeah. hopefully they get back to that. I think the last one was Broken Bond, which is the sequel to that. Yeah, Broken Bond was just as good, yeah. It was still Xbox 360. Yeah. Exclusive, yeah. Yeah, hopefully now that Naruto's finished, we actually do get something like that, because I would absolutely love it if you can, even if it's just as Naruto, like following some sort of progression, and then you have like the break in there, obviously, for like the time period where he's training, where you can just go and explore. It's just like... After paying the text, he's like, okay, we got to go to the five Kage summit yeah. because, like, stuff's about to go down kind of thing. Yeah. So you I, have to run over there. But, yeah. I mean, the name says me. Naruto to Boruto. I mean, without having actually watched the entirety of the trailer and just going off of the little bit that we know, it sounds like it could actually, that could actually be the time period it covers. It could go from the beginning of Naruto, the first series all the way to like the now yeah if yeah. they do that i want them to do it right because that makes it a hundred hour rpg um, well yeah i'm not, I'm not which, saying, if, which, if, which would be good if it's an rpg if it's an rpg and i want them to get more to rpg styles rather than like because honestly their fighting games mechanics are good not great yeah um but speaking of xbox well before we go there uh, also tacked on with this announcement, they're also doing a remaster of Ultimate Ninja Storm. Oh yeah, Storm. I forgot about that. And so that in Japan supposed to get that July twenty seventh, um, at it? least for PS four. And so I'm excited about that Ultimate Ninja Storm. Were some pretty good games. Yeah, um, we'll play them again. But like I said, I'm looking for those RPGs. For sure. Um, but yeah, um, as you, if you don't already know. Um, we talk about video games on this podcast every once in a while. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do. Um, but <clears throat> one of the biggest news uh, prepping us for um, the busiest news cycle in video game in the video game industry came out. Um, Xbox had a reveal of the Xbox One Scorpio through um, essentially what is a powerhouse as far as like tech goes. Um, they partnered with Digital Foundry to release the specs of the Xbox One Scorpio. Now, we brought Tonks on this episode for a very specific reason. My mans and I, we've been we've been going back and forth about this console for a long time. We've had we've had in depth conversations. We've had like pre game analysis. We've been talking about Scorpio since the day they announced it. I remember exactly at the announcement, he texted me and goes, "Why?" 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, was, it was like, why? Um, so we finally got the tech specs, and the thing is a beast. The thing is a beast. Um, do you want to talk about the tech specs, or you just want to talk about like the ramifications? I, I mean, tech specs, we can go into it it's real quick, but I think ramifications really is ultimately what it goes down All right, to. cool. We'll... we'll I will personally post up the tech specs myself from Digital Foundry on the page, so go check it out, facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. Long story short, it's 30% more powerful than the Xbox One S, which makes it 20% more powerful than the Xbox One, and then the PS4 Pro. Um, when it comes to like computers and like like machinery, 20% is a lot. Like 5% is a lot, 20% is huge. Um, so everyone in, in, in the like across the market says this is significantly more powerful than the PS4 Pro. They're now saying, oh, the PS4 Pro was a misstep. A lot of people feel that way. I got a Pro for the low, so I don't really care, and I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm not revealing my secrets, but I got it for the low. Like, the low, low. Um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, honestly, I don't have a 4K TV, so I, I have a 4K TV, but I haven't played it on a 4K TV yet. I'll probably play it tomorrow so i haven't had time to take full advantage of it uh, the ps4 pro runs perfectly fine i play games at 1080p 60 yeah, frames per second beautiful beautiful, nice. beautiful. I'm, I'm playing on a 1080p tv gorgeous um unfortunately like our recordings aren't going to reflect that because i have struggle internet so once we start recording and editing this video you'll you'll get to see it but one of the things i think people don't understand about 4k is you can't really show 4k without like being in front of it like it, there's no way to just display it so a lot of people are saying negative things about the ps4 pro now everyone's saying okay so what does this mean for the xbox since it's so much more powerful one thing that is a big difference it comes with the 4k blue drive and blu-ray but that's in the slim. That, like you don't that's need in the, the 4K Blu-ray drive. It's in the slim. What? My thing about this is, who is this for? Uh, yeah, it's it's so much more powerful than what we already have, but you don't have games. If you don't have games, why am I buying your console? You've launched one exclusive this year. Sony launched five in three weeks. <laughs> like, you don't have games at all. Um, and, and so I, just, I don't see who this is for. It, it runs more powerful, sure. I can also run it on my PC. Everything exclusive on the Xbox One, I can run on my PC. Why do I need a more powerful console? I, I, I don't see who this is for. Um, it's It looks like it has the ability to be partnered up with a VR unit, but Phil Spence started to come out and said, we're not going to do that right out the gate. We're going to wait a little while. Again, I don't know what this is for. They should have, if this had been a... We're dropping the mic. We're done with the the last generation. We're just gonna jump skip to the next one and beat PlayStation just like they did with the 360 generation to the next gen. That'd have been perfect. All your games are backwards compatible onto this new console. It's gonna work. We're gonna support it at least for the next year, guaranteed on the old Xbox One um, compared to this new generation with the games. But they're not. They wasted all this money in R and D on a unit that's not gonna sell. And they're half. They they have half the sales of, of PlayStation Four. Like I just, I don't see what the point of this was. Is is this something you plan on getting? <clears throat> I'm getting one day one. For what? I have no clue. I'm getting <laughs> one day one. Like, honestly, this, this console to me is for the guy who wants the the new hotness, and the guy who just picked up a 4K TV and has no idea what he's buying. That, yeah. that's that's what this console is for. Yeah, but even that guy is gonna buy an Xbox, gonna buy a 4K TV at Best Buy, and walk into GameStop 
and say, oh, I need someone to play 4K games, and they're going to look at the price of it. So, so su- supposedly, um, Digital Foundry, who this is what they do, they know parts, they know parts, they know systems, they know tech. They said, based on what's in the box itself, they're assuming it's going to be about $500. Assuming, yeah. Assuming. Uh, assuming. So, again, it's you're 100 bucks more than the PS4 Pro. Which does everything that yours and in does. 2013, but when you were 100 bucks more on the PS4, you got hammered. It's almost like it's just going full circle. Microsoft yeah. just stepping on their own foot. And, yeah, and then someone was saying that there's rumored that a PS4 Pro update via a patch was supposed to come out, which would basically upgrade it to six teraflops without, having, without the PS4 Pro owners having to do anything. So supposedly the PS4 Pro already has the parts. They just need a backwards patch update that would make it comparable. Which, again, so far I've been very negative, and I'm going to talk about what I feel of the positives here in a second. Um, Being a hundred dollars more does not make sense. Nope. It doesn't. It makes no sense because a regular PS4 um, is dirt cheap. You can work into any GameStop right now. Three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. Brand new. Brand new. So for it to be two hundred dollars more expensive than a regular standard PS4, which is what most people buy anyway. Or two hundred bucks more than your standard Xbox, even. Which is what most people buy anyway. And I think we need to clarify. We live in the Midwest. Four K is still brand new technology. Like it's it's beginning to become popular, but like the majority of people in Kansas don't care about four K, and they're not going to get four K for another three, four, five years. Um, on the East Coast and the West Coast, and maybe in the South, it might be more prevalent. But here, it's, it's not a big thing. It's not a big thing. People, honestly, there are people who are still buying for like seven twenty P TVs. Man, I, know, I got people coming to me asking me if I got uh, a unit to ch- to connect their HDMI to the old three prongs they can plug in their standard <laughs> TV. Yeah, like four That's K a, is a ways off for people like that. Yeah, we still have we we have had people who will say, "Oh yeah, I still have a." I have a PS2, and I'm like, you realize it's 2017, right? I was like, oh, yeah, I like to wait for a console to, like, be over with. I'm like, the 360 and the PS2 have been over with like for, like, two years. So what are you waiting on? Oh, I like to pick up the games for cheap. <laughs> They're, like, $3. What? You, so people in the Midwest, again, trying to be representative of the Midwest, they like to wait on things. They really like to wait. I mean, the only thing that I say is kind of, like, matches the rest of society in the Midwest is iPhones. Like, we kind of go crazy for iPhones oh, again. God. That's because you can't hold on to an iPhone for 10 years. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. But, like, I mean, that's, the, <laughs> I, that's like, the one piece of technology that has just kind of broken that, like, early adopter barrier. Um, and it's just because it is Apple. Um, it's something people use on a daily basis. It's not, like, an entertainment thing. Self-contained. Like, it's self, yeah, exactly. You don't have to buy the TV and the game console. Just a phone. Yeah, I mean now you gotta buy a phone and adapter and wow. for your headphones and your so. But anyway, that's a whole different story. Um, where I feel like they did right, I feel like they did right by announcing the specs. Now it gets the Xbox faithful, um, and you've already seen them in com- oh, yeah. you've already seen them in the comment section. If you're on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or any comment section, the Xbox faithful hardcore are going crazy. Sony is a piece of morphin time. <laughs> Sony is garbage. Jump off a bridge. You Sony fanboys are never going to mess with us. Yada, yada, yada. All of that is already happening. So while that is a bit toxic, I feel like it is good to get those people who, like, I used to be one of those guys fired up because they get they get their friends fired up. I texted, um, I have a group chat with a bunch of guys I played Destiny with on, on a Xbox One with. I was like, any of y'all getting Scorpio? Every single one was like, why? 
I mean, they yeah, they did it so much better than PlayStation with their Pro, which was just a complete snooze fest. Exactly. Um, this was a much more genius way to do it, but it's still, it's just specs. Yeah. I mean, if you look at generation history, the most powerful console does not always win. Mm-mm. GameCube lost. That PS3 was way lost. more powerful. PS3 lost. Um, again, that was more powerful. The PS4 is the exception to the rule. Um, it, it's winning, but I think it, it hit the right places, the right time, with the right right. Uh, with the other stuff. Yeah, like it didn't go with that whole media thing that Microsoft went with. So that that was their saving grace in that. Um, and they're so far ahead now. I mean, they're getting partnerships that Microsoft had before, and they're just getting left and right. Yeah. So Microsoft has to come out of E3 and just be. Games, 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 games. That's all it's got to be. And this is on the, the Scorpio. And this is going to be on better Scorpio. But you got to show people why. Um, yeah, the fanboys are going to jump on it all day, just like the fanboys on PlayStation went out and bought the Pro. Like, it, it's it's the way it is. Um, they're going to talk crap all the time because, you know, That's what fanboys do? Cool. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't see the reasoning for this one we could have just gone to the next generation and this also elongates this generation because they're not going to come out with a new generation next year three consoles in, in three years like there's no way they're going to do that so now we're looking at 2019 2020 as our next generation that's a long time yeah and I was uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the guys who run Games Group Damon and all those guys yep. they said uh, they said something I think it was was it Sam? Uh, whoever it was said something very poignant that I feel like I want to point out. Um, the idea of console generations are essentially dead. Um, what they believe is that we're moving into more of iterative systems, particularly with console, which console gamers don't like. The reason console gamers like consoles is because it wasn't a PC where when you logged on, you had to update the drivers, you had to check the latest version, you had an overnight patch, and you had to wait 45 yeah. minutes for it to install. They wanted a plug-and-play system, which kind of died with the PS3 and the 360. Like, the plug-and-play thing just kind of ended because you plug a game in, you got to wait four hours for it to download, another two hours for your day one patch unless you got really fast internet with Google Fiber. Then it's like you wait two hours to get everything to install. So, where I feel like they went right is they announced the specs now, get the nerds and people like me, like, oh, my goodness, six teraflops. Six teraflops is a lot of power. All the flops. All the flops. (laughs) All the flops. Um, So that's good. The if you get this console, is it going to last you 10 years? Probably not. Can you stretch it out that far? Probably. But the idea that you're going to hang on to this console for what they said is essentially the future um, because they're no longer doing... They haven't really said this, but like as we've talked about, console generations are essentially dead. We're going to get iterative consoles, so like it's going to be a Scorpio 2 with 10 teraflops, and then we're going to move to 15 teraflops. Um, but the box is gonna stay the same, and it's gonna be more hardware patches than actual physical updates to the fist to the physical system and the box itself. What I think now that all that nerdy stuff is out of the way, E three comes around, boom, 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 games. I think they've been holding on to a lot of stuff to say, hey, I, I hope so. <laughs> Keyword, I hope so. They got nothing if they haven't. Yeah, I really hope so because um. They lost Call of Duty, and for um, for forever, Call of Duty was hand-in-hand with Microsoft Activision. Um, they were like, everything comes to Xbox One three weeks early. Now, Activision signed that deal with Sony, and they are honestly kind of killing the Destiny community oh, yeah. on oh, Xbox. Yeah. It's bad. Because they're like, they signed a deal with Activision, and they're like, okay, cool, we'll give you stuff on, on Xbox a year later. Like, now it's been, they extended that year to two years. 
there's content that came out on Destiny for PlayStation 4 that will not come out on Xbox One until Destiny 2 releases. Do Ooh. you realize how ridiculous Ooh. that sounds? That is the kind of, like, essentially power that Sony has, but the deals they're signing. MLB just came out. You know what came out? You know what MLB scores get? Nine and a half, tens, perfect. Game of the year, sports game of the year, all that kind of talk. RBI baseball came. <coughs> RBI baseball came out for Xbox One. Threes. I, I, that's that's the lowest score I've seen is a three, a three out of ten. Like, e e. Do something better for your fans, Xbox. Yeah, but that's not really with, Xbox. With MLB, yeah, with MLB coming, I mean, that's that's. I mean, money pit nobody wants to sing into. Yeah, I mean. They can't. They can't win that fight. But what? The, what? But all they all they've got on the table right now that we know of is Crackdown, Sea of Thieves. They canceled Scalebound. They what, Project Dust or is that what they what it is? I have no clue. Like there's, there's Cuphead no, is still coming. Cup. One day we'll get Cuphead, but you don't really need a Scorpio to run Cuphead. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a side scroller platformer. So do you think? How how do you feel? Because I disagree with that. I, f- I I agree with this for a while, but then I disagree with it now. How do you feel about the argument that people will now begin to who people already have a PS4 uh-huh. will pick up a Scorpio because they might already have a 4K TV and they have the newest thing and they want the newest thing on this end. But when they start playing the Scorpio games and start realizing, oh, this runs better on a Scorpio. This looks better on a Scorpio. I'm gonna play it here. No, no way. because like, you've already got you've already got that base. Everything is so ingrained in multiplayer that when you play something now, you're nine times out of playing playing with your friends. So Destiny, I've got everything in Destiny. I got my homies in Destiny. I go to play Destiny. Yeah, it looks great. Might run a little bit smoother on Xbox Scorpio, but all my homies are over over there on playing on uh, on the PS4, and I can't get with them. I well, mean, here's my question, like. Speaking as a little bit more, I guess, of an outsider of this, you know, I haven't been tracking the tech specs, whatnot. How easy is it to tell the difference? If you don't have moments, that's the thing. Even with a 4K TV. That's that's true. I mean, and that's why I'm wondering. Most people, I'm imagining most people probably won't tell the difference to that. Most human beings can't tell the difference (laughs) between 1080p and 1080i. What what will, to me, will tell the difference? Have you played Master Chief Collection? Uh, the sec- uh, Halo 2 2 player on an Xbox One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hit that button? You, no, no. When you first start the game, like it, it goes from 30 frames per second to a half. <laughs> that first opening scene when it comes to that door. Like you got two players on one screen and it chugs so bad. If the Scorpio can run that, okay, I might buy one. But like that to me, if that is that's the, your benchmark, that, that, essentially, that, that's how sad it is on the Xbox side. If you nine times out of ten, if you run a PS4 standard and an Xbox One standard, two TVs, same game, you can see the difference. Eye, eyeball, just straight up, does not matter. If you, but if you are playing, if you are playing uh, the Xbox One at home constantly, you jump on and you sixty minutes later go somewhere else, you can't spot. Yeah. It's the same daggone game. Well, and I'm talking about like uh, the Scorpio and the PS4 Pro. Like, are we? I, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I guess it, if we they, side by gonna, side, it, it's going to be the exact same thing. I mean, the PS4 standard was a, a, as about a more powerful than the Xbox One as the Scorpio is compared to the PS4 Pro. So it's about relevant. Um, and I might be off my text. I apologize if I am, but it, it's about there. It will run smoother. They're saying it's supposed to run 60 frames per second. Um, up to 4K, mm-hmm. but then you have a developing issue. 
now developers have to develop a game in both standard and, and the high the def. Four, the high four, def. Yeah. Which, when the PS4 Pro dropped, a lot of developers are complaining about how they were being forced to do both. And it's not just a right-click 4K done. I did it. Like, you gotta do work. <laughs> so, again, now you have a console that you're dropping that you are requiring your development team to produce in two different definitions. Yeah. You um, can't just run the sliders a little yeah. higher. <laughs> no, I'm... 4K EXE. Yeah. I do like that, that now the Scorpio's come out, there's a little bit of parity on both <laughs> systems. So now, here's what I think happens. Developers develop for, the, for that benchmark. 30 frames per second on 4K. And then you downscale. I know it's actually in reverse. What yeah. they actually do do is d- what they actually what actually happens is 1080p, 60 frames per second. And then upscale. what they do is they, they it's upscale. They have a lot of terms where they actually use with like terminology is like um, multi-threading something 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 where it, it goes up to 4K and it drops down to 30 frames per second. Honestly, I think they just develop 4K and then let it run there. And then if your console can handle it, cool. But if not, you stick right here and you get 1080p60. I mean, which I, what what I think it's not a stretch to say 80% of people are going to be playing on 1080p60. Like the 4K, the, the 4K is, is small. The 4K population is small, yeah, it's, it's and we'll stay small until 2020. Yeah, 20. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if in two three years we see just they they do like they always do where they get rid of the last generation of, of mm-hmm. the iteration of the console. So, like, you can't buy a standard PS4 anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the slim you buy. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if in two years you saw you can't buy the slim of either unit. You can only buy the Pro or the Scorpio, whatever it's going to be. So, right. I mean, it, it, it will eventually work its way out, as it always does, but it's just the concern of what is it going to take to do so, what impact is going to have on the gaming community. Cool. So... All right, and then we're going to wrap up the show on this last topic. E3 is around the corner, um, starting on Saturday, the 8th, 8th, June 8th. We are going to get EA Access Play, which is this weird thing that EA does because they think they're just too big for E3, although no one... I think it's just save money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. LA is expensive because they've been doing it in LA the last couple of years. And then Sunday, we get Microsoft Microsoft in the afternoon, Bethesda in the evening, and then we get the regular E3 show. Um, for the sake of time, and honestly, the thing people most care about is just the big three. Nintendo Treehouse, Sony um, presentation, and the Microsoft press conference. What is the one thing you want to see from these companies that would push you to... You already own a Switch. I own a Switch. We already know this. We both have PS4s. I don't really play my Xbox One. It's just kind of there for decoration. And I'll upgrade it to a. Right. <laughs> I, I think at one point you said your wife uses it for we Netflix. Use it for media, yeah, yeah. Netflix. So just like I said, it's on thirteen media. Yeah, all media. Okay, all media. <laughs> okay, all media. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't. I remember last time I turned on my Xbox One. I <laughs> I bought an Xbox One Elite controller for him, <laughs> and I used it on my PC. <laughs> I've used it more on my PC than I've used it on my Xbox. Uh, but I'll trade it in for an Xbox One Scorpio. What is the one game that would make you buy a Scorpio? What is the one game you're looking forward to on the Switch? And what is the one game you like you feel is gonna make Stony Sony like Year of Dreams Part Three or like? Oh, you call Quint Tim Gettys now? Uh-huh. <laughs> or like because a lot of people are saying like, okay, Sony's had really a good a good three years. Or like, can they keep up the excitement? Because they've been having a lot of announcements. Is there a surprise game that they could throw in there that would like get you hype? Or do they just keep doing what they've been doing? 
I mean, they're gonna keep doing what they're doing, but I don't think we're getting any Sony games this year. I think we're done. I think if you look at Sony, they don't drop any games in the fall. It's all spring. No God of War, you don't think? Mm -mm. No. I don't think we'll get God of War this year. I don't think we're gonna get Spider-Man this year, no matter what Marvel says. Um, I mean, I think this year we're gonna get pretty much a repeat of last year with dates mm -hmm. or windows, and we'll get like a final. We'll get a Final Fantasy VII update, and we'll get a Kingdom Hearts three update. Yeah. Send out Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. I, don't, I don't think it's going to come out this year, but, you know, I, I kind of want it to just so Mookie doesn't have to do so much work. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what about you guys? I, I know, I already know what I want, but what do you guys feel about it? Is there a game that would come out that would make you purchase an Xbox One? I already know the answer for you is No Mateo, besides Halo, because... I mean, we're going to get Halo 6 this year. It's the segment works. At least we'll get the announcement trailer. We, we'll get the announcement trailer this year. The announcement trailer this year. There is honestly no reason for me to purchase one because if you have one, I have one. Yeah, me, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're not very wrong on that point. But if if I was not around, like I might somehow find my way to a different state to do grad school and then come back three weeks later because I failed. For that three weeks that I'm gone, <laughs> what game? <laughs> what game could come out that would make you buy an Xbox One? Honestly, to make me buy one. Nah, what would make me go to a friend's house to play one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand the dynamics of how I work here. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, it would definitely have to be Halo. Definitely have to be Halo. Because, sure. as you know, some people classify themselves as gamers. I'm not a gamer. I play I Halo. Play, I, just play, I just play games one time. I mean, I've played through each of the Halo games leading up to 5. And then you kind of play 5. Do you beat 5? I beat 5. Okay. Did you like five? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I liked four better, but um, Reverend. Yeah. Oh, I'm not a gamer at all, so I would be surprised if. Well, I don't know. Like, who knows in the future if I get one? But I don't think there's like a specific game. Cool. Maybe if they ever bring back college basketball games. Love that's games. never gonna happen. I know. Paul, oh, is there a game that's supposed to replace NBA Jam? NBA Ballers. NBA Ballers. <laughs> NBA Playground. NBA Playground. I can't <laughs> wait for that game. But you're getting on the Switch. I'm getting on the Switch. NBA Street and NBA Jam all meshed together. Oh, I'm about to school people. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> oh, Classes will be held. Yes. You count? Batman? Now, was this just for Xbox? No. For any, yeah. Oh, yeah. Any of them? I already have an Xbox. Uh, you got a Switch yet? No. So what would make you buy I can't. I, I can't afford to buy... A new console. Assuming right you now. had the money, what would, <laughs> if I had the money, push you to I'd say I don't expect one this year, but like a, another iteration of Smash Brothers for like the Switch specifically. Mm. I think we'll get word of it this year. I think we get yeah. a trailer. Might get something. I'm gonna get a teaser trailer. Mario's gonna pop up on the screen. Yeah. It might come out after the Mario Eight Odyssey. All whatever, I'm gonna say whatever. is the day they decide to put Pablo Sanchez in Super Smash Brothers. It's game over. Except for everybody else. <laughs> it's, <laughs> like, it's just going to rock everybody. I mean, no. if Ness gets a baseball bat, you know, Paulo Sanchez came with a one-two one time. Listen, Pablo Sanchez <laughs> is the rawest character. And if you don't know about Pablo Sanchez... You didn't have a childhood. You did not. Just look up Backyard Baseball, Backyard and Sports. Backyard Sports. Backyard Sports. Pablo. Listen, no. Look up Backyard Baseball and type in Pablo Sanchez. Yo, peep my man's stats, bro. Peep his stats. You just need to see this man's stats. <laughs> Peep his stats real quick. Ah, oh, help. Anyway, back um, So, I mean, like, speaking in the theoretical of, hey, I have the budget room to buy Scorpio or PS4 Pro or Switch. Um, 
for either PS4 or the Xbox. Like, I would probably lean Xbox just out of, like, a little bit of brand loyalty and wanting to carry over game saves for some of the stuff I'd want. Um, like, all of my Mass Effect plays are on my Xbox account, so that would be a thing. Uh, but, like, the just absolute sell for me would probably be if we got an, another Batman Arkham game or the equivalent thereof. Like, maybe not the same, I guess, universe, but, like, the equivalent of those games. Like, the Telltale Batman game, which I've still only played Chapter 1 of, um, I like it. I really like its approach. But I want another game where I can, like, completely control Batman in the environment. And it would have you to be... You just might. Yeah, you might. You just might. What's up? Well, my, anyway. Um, if we... But yeah, that, something that, like that would motivate me for that. For the Switch, it would be... Uh, Super Smash Brothers, or maybe something unexpected that could take advantage of the whole, the way the controller's designed with the two sticks, mm -hmm. where I could have, like, one, like, not hooked up to the... Switch? Uh, not the screen. Or the screen or the, like, unifier pad, I don't know what it's called. The gamepad thing. Oh, that little like, square box? We don't yeah, talk about the, that. The, the dog? Well, there are, some, <laughs> there are some games where, like, I would want it as one unit. Get a pro like, controller. Well, yeah, I mean, whatever. You can play anything with a separate. Yeah, but That's what I'm saying is something that takes advantage, like some sort of, like, I don't know, like a robot shooter or something like that where having a controller in each hand is, like, a key feature of the game. Okay. That would be a strong contender for me. I mean, again, Smash Brothers, that's, like, kind of a given, but... Because Smash Brothers. For me, I'm one of those people where... Um, I specifically budget for video games at the expense of a lot of other things. <laughs> like, at the expense of a lot of other things. It's like, my video game budget is high. I've seen it. It is. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, Greg. My video game budget is very high at the expense of a lot of things. Like, I don't do much. I don't go outside. I spend a lot of time inside, and that's okay. I don't, you don't need, ask no questions. I don't, need, I don't need to see the sun. I'm already dark enough as it is. <laughs> I'm just being honest. So I spend a lot of money on video games. So for me, this question is kind of null and void. But if I were a normal human being, and I had, I had a regular, reasonable budget, um, the thing that would drive me to play for $500 for a Scorpio, which is probably half of most people's paycheck, which is a lot of money. Um, if I were to go get one, it would have to be a greater emphasis on hardcore games. I would need something the likes of Neo. Not exactly saying a Neo, but something the caliber of Neo. Something the caliber of Persona 5, which I think is multi-platform. Is it exclusive? Uh, PlayStation 4 and 3. Yeah. So something the likes of persona i was me and my boy toby shout out to the homie toby um we're really 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 looking forward to scale band and the fact that that got canceled really just kind of was one of the like the nails in the coffins for me for the xbox one after that got canceled i kind of stopped playing the xbox and just kind of that was around the same time i switched over to the ps4 and started playing that more i don't play destiny now because i put what is it 1500 hours into it on the place on the xbox one i didn't have time to do that all over again so i'm just waiting for destiny 2 I'm going to play it on a PlayStation 4. I'm going to get all the guns on day one. I'm going to get every, all the content there. I don't play Call of Duty, but all the Call of Duty content's here. Like, the amount of exclusive content that comes to Xbox One is like 1 to 16. Mm -hmm. Like, it's bad. Mm. Listen, games like... Listen, I, I think... 
Red Dead Redemption got announced, and a week later they said exclusive content to PlayStation 4 for at least a week, or is it three weeks? Uh, I, I don't know the time frame on it, but I know they're getting... It's, it's pretty much going to be like Call of Duty where everything's first. Everything's first. Destiny, everything's first. Star Wars probably going to be exclusive content. I mean... Rainbow Six gets Wait, exclusive Star content. Wars 6, Star Wars Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If, like, EA, for the most part, if it's not sports, EA's partnered with Sony. Yeah, EA, and the one game that is partnered with Xbox on the EA side, FIFA. Well, FIFA sports. gets exclusive content, yeah. FIFA gets exclusive content on Xbox One first. And it's like, you get the Legends pack. Does that mean anything to you, Matthew? Nope. <laughs> and you play FIFA. I don't know what that means on FIFA. It was like, oh, you get the Legends packs on Xbox. I'm like, does anyone really care about having well, Pele on their team? Legends, yeah. And the thing is, like, because I've only played on PlayStation. It's like, yeah, it'd be really cool if they did that for PlayStation. They only do that for Xbox, so I don't fraternize with Xbox players. Just kidding. <laughs> I'll still beat you guys any day of the week. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's enticing. But... It's yeah. not a it's not a sale point in and of itself. Yeah. It won't it won't tip the scales. Unless unless we're talking about this in like twenty years from now and it's like, hey, you can get a historic Messi or Ronaldo, <sighs> that would be worth it. Oh well we know what's gonna drive Mateo to get an Xbox One. Um but yeah. Um I'm excited. The budget is already kind of there um as soon as xbox one pre-orders go up i'll be at your store <laughs> sometimes i wake up and the first thing i text him is like hey yo is this pre-order available yet facts yeah and he, and, and he will text me he's like hey so this pre-order is up i'm like i'm on the way you know he'll text me he's like do you know about this like i'm on the way you gotta tell me twice i'm on the way um, so you're his dealer pretty much pretty much he is the plug um <laughs> That being said, E3 around the way, always exciting time for gamers. We get a lot of news. We get a lot of exciting stuff. Games like Death Stranding will forever just be clouds of mystery um, that will be amazing when they land and we play them and the world talks about it for six weeks and then they go away and then we back to mediocre games for a while. Um, But I want to thank all you guests for coming in. Um, Really appreciate uh, all of you. First time guest, Tonks. It is an absolute pleasure. I know we're trying to work this out for a while. Um, Hopefully we can have you on more often. And for you guys out there who listen, we appreciate you. We don't know why you listen, but you do. We generally appreciate that. So, Mateo, you want to take us out? Yeah. So, make sure you follow us on social media, Instagram, emanpodcast1. <laughs> I think. That's Instagram. That might also be Twitter. <laughs> so, I just, I just been thinking about this. I'm curious. Did you take your own Eman podcast and had to put a one on it, kind of like Mookie did? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so did Mookie do all your? No, I did not. I did not. That it wasn't was me this time. It was, that was not. That was the doing of Ace. R.I.P. 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 Ace. He's down, not dead. Down, just, no, don't down, know where he is. Down in Marine Fort. Oh, just kidding. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> For those of you that watch One Piece. Anyway, yeah, follow us on social media, uh, Facebook page, even more about nothing, uh, Instagram, Eman Podcast One. I believe Twitter is also Eman Podcast One. Snapchat, we're sometimes on there, Eman P1 as well. Um, what are you guys excited for? Are you guys going to buy or are you excited for Project Scorpio? Are you going to purchase it when it comes out? Who knows? Let's Go ahead, drop us in the comments. 
say something. We love interacting with you guys and stuff like that. For sure. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Cool. Though, before we officially sign off, we can't leave our first-time guests without asking, like, a question. Something. I don't know. All right, since we're talking about Naruto to Boruto, Shinobi Strikers, who would be your four-man squad? You probably, I know you say you don't do a lot of anime. From the characters that you may know about. I know, I know two. <laughs> They're the title. <laughs> That's halfway there. I mean, you already like. Well, now it's technically God, so I mean. Shippuden count- the character. It's oh. <laughs> Shippuden the character. Oh man, always I don't a good think time. so. I mean, you oh know. man, always a good time. Always, always a good time. Again, appreciate you having on. And now you want to hit the outro? Yeah. I, I thought there was like a chance verse to correlate with that, but there's not. There's only the intro. So sadly, I can't sing us out or rap us out. Anyways, with that being said, try rap snaps. It's rap snaps, rap snacks. Rap snacks. With like, a dab of uh, ranch. With a dab of ranch. <laughs> as he goes to the yeah. Go down to your local 7 Eleven. Anything past 18th and Vine, just be careful. Don't go there past 9 o'clock. Get you some rap snacks with a dab of ranch. <laughs> Anyways, it's always been a pleasure. Like we said, uh, drop a comment, drop a like, share it with your friends. Uh, If there's anything else that maybe we're missing out, we'd love to hear from you guys. Maybe you guys know stuff that we aren't talking about. Uh, Share it with us. And uh, as always, it has been a pleasure to talk about nothing. Nothing.